Welcome to Meteor Station podcast number two, aka vlog number six, depending on how long you've been watching our stuff. So, unfortunately for this one, we don't have Gruen, it's just me running solo. There were some not great real life things that popped up, some family things, and Gruen is unable to join for this one, but we are dedicated to doing these weekly posts and making these monthly podcasts, so. I'm just going to be running this one. We'll keep it slightly shorter. And as mentioned on the previous one, we are starting some giveaways. They won't exist on all of our podcasts. But for this one, I figure I probably need to bribe some people to keep you all around anyway. So we will be doing our first ever giveaway. So let's just kick this bad boy off. So first to chat briefly about the recent posts we like to do behind the scenes kind of things in general so the first one was one click one kill it's a music video and well it's for this one it's kind of more like music with a video more than a music video but we have this song that's like you know bragging about like you one click one kill it's pretty straightforward in terms of what the song's about but it's all gameplay fails so it's all just getting shot and teabagged and just dying all the time and so what's great there was so when first fortnite came out i i did install it because free cartoony i'm down for all those things but my friends didn't really like it so i didn't really check it out too thoroughly because i like to play games with friends and then I found that there's a way to record 360 video in Fortnite. So I hopped in, and don't get me wrong, I don't claim to ever have been good at Fortnite. Ever. That, absolutely not. But this thing drops your frame rate drastically. So I probably went from, you know, if it was 30 frames per second before, I don't know what it was. It's probably more like 8 with this thing going. It's much worse and so already being bad it was very easy to compile this fail reel because <laughs> i was a baddie playing in hard mode so that's all it is just dying a lot with this song saying the polar opposite it's pretty funny uh rec room gameplay it was the next one and as mentioned before we had gotten some positive feedback. People like seeing gameplay videos. I think, in particular, there's interest in horror gameplay, which this isn't horror, but I think it'd get a little stale if I did only horror gameplay videos. So, Rec Room, it, I think basically everyone's familiar with it, but this is me, Gruen, and a friend joins for the later half of the gameplay video, so just exploring Rec Room, playing some of the games. Pretty funny, just random snippets here and there. Uh, Cowboy Shorts was the next one, and that one, <laughs> so I had made this a while ago, and I like to space out these kind of posts because they the humor's a little niche, and it, I don't want something with the same style getting posted all the time by us so because we do like to keep it varied so i went to post it for this most recent weekend and oof <laughs> i think i was cringe laughing the whole time where it was just like this is funny to me 
but oh boy is it cringy so <laughs> it's you know i i renamed it to include deeply stupid humor in the or deeply stupid shorts i don't remember exactly what i said but yeah it's it's worth a minute and a half or whatever of content if you haven't seen it but pretty ridiculous so there's that it's uh made with flipside shout out to flipside so other than that we've got some upcoming posts with i mean obviously that's kind of a given whatever moving on <laughs> we have a comic collaboration that gruen is working on so this one's a little bit different, but as mentioned, we do like to keep it varied. So this isn't as much a funny post as it's kind of something you could drop your kid into and they can kind of look at a thing for a bit. It's just kind of an interesting post, I guess. But, uh, you know, this is uh, the VR video adaptation of a comic that this person had made that people had liked. So I guess we'll see if you like it, too. So... There you go. After that, we've got quinoa sushi being made by the Budget Epicurean. So if you're not familiar with the Budget Epicurean, she makes great food and she makes it cheap. And you can watch her, you can see the whole kitchen, so you can watch the whole process of making whatever it is she's making. This one's sushi. And if you don't know what quinoa was, much like I didn't before meeting her, it's basically weird rice. So weird rice sushi coming up. So after that, we've got Arc Park, and I actually played this with the guy that joined us for Rec Room. He's a friend of mine, and it's Pokemon Snap. That's what it is, Pokemon Snap with dinosaurs, which it does look really cool, but as someone that was kind of hoping it would be a lot more like Arc, because I love Arc, and if you if you haven't played Arc, it's... You, it's a survival game with dinosaurs, and you can build stuff and ride a T-Rex and all this cool stuff. And then I get in this other thing, and we're taking pictures of the T-Rex instead. Which, you know, it's cool, but now I understand the reviews a bit, but I don't regret playing it. But So there you go. A uh, few things coming up, and we'll have... We haven't decided on what the last post of February will be, but it will exist. That's what we know. So, then, in addition to that, we got some VR news. So this one I was super hyped about, even though I probably have no right to be, because it's not even, like, it's barely even, like, a hint. I don't know if it has any merit at all. But there was a VR menu scene in a Final Fantasy VII demo. I think it was like in a music track list or something. So maybe VR doesn't even stand for virtual reality. It stands for very raunchy. I don't know. Who knows? But I... So forgive me, people. Forgive me. But I have not played Final Fantasy VII. But this has worked out so great for me on other games because I hadn't played Skyrim. I hadn't played Fallout. And then I got to experience them for the first time in... VR and I get to watch that dragon flying overhead in the first scene. It's not much of a spoiler because it's the intro of the game, but really cool stuff. And if Final Fantasy VII, I get to do the first playthrough of that on a remade VR platform, Jesus, that would be the bomb.com. So hopefully it's true because even if you did play Final Fantasy, the original 
all the way through, you probably liked it, because everyone seems to have liked it, so you'd probably be just as hyped as me. So I'll move on and not change it on that too hard, because I think I could talk about that one for a while, because I'm pretty hyped. And then I I just want to be more let down. So whenever we find out that it is confirmed not happening, <laughs> we just know that my heart sank <laughs> on that one. But one thing we do know about is Half-Life Alex. I assume that's how it's pronounced, Alex. I'm pretty sure I know how to pronounce half in life. <laughs> but Valve's cranking away on that, apparently with the largest dev team they've had, which is pretty good news. And so I, I don't reference Reddit things too often because I don't want this to just become a Reddit repost podcast. But I did see a post where it showed virtual reality popularity, and it's just going like this, just whoop, and then recently it's just kind of skyrockets, and so I don't know if that's Half-Life, I did see a couple comments that were like, the Half-Life caused me to get it and stuff, so maybe, but you know, it was also around Christmas, maybe that's when people are buying each other their VR consoles or whatever, so... All around just exciting stuff for virtual reality people in general, fans of VR, or people who want to play Half-Life. Good times indeed. So, I haven't really... So, I've never actually met someone that said that VR is a gimmick. I've only seen people in the community saying that other people say that. Everyone I talk to is just like... Yeah, seems cool. And then I put them in VR and they lean on virtual counters and they fall and it's hilarious. But they they still go get it anyway because VR is really cool. So <laughs> we, we've got a cool thing on our hands and people seem to appreciate it. But maybe I just talk to the right people or the wrong people. Depends on your viewpoint. I don't know. Moving on. So those are good things. So less good. Left 4 Dead VR apparently is not an active development, which... Makes me real sad because virtual reality lends itself so well to scary stuff. Because unlike in flat games where, you know, I played Fear and all those kind of things and absolutely loved it. But in VR, things can actually be behind you. You can look behind you and there's something creeping up on you, which is awesome. And so Left 4 Dead, which is a cool game in general, would be really great to have join the VR game list, so a little sad. Hopefully not an active development doesn't mean in the never develop pile, but I guess we'll find out. So there were a couple consoles that got announced. I should have probably remembered the convention name where they were unveiled, but I don't remember. So uh, the Pico Neo 2, apparently there were hints of it here and there before, but they announced a new one, the Pico Neo 2i or something, where it's got eye tracking, and when I was first hearing about it, I was like, okay, I guess that's kind of cool, where you maybe look at an NPC and they make eye contact with you or something, adds like a little bit of depth or whatever, but no, it's more so like they can use that to make better frame rates for us and stuff like that, so that's immediately uh, nice to have because I'm sure we've all experienced where frame rate dips or something glitches out or whatever and you go from feeling great to immediately motion sick because that's how VR works. So anything they can do to 
de-optimizing is great. So if that's true, that's pretty cool. The next one's called XTAL, XTAL. Uh, I pretty much just made a note of this one to throw them under the bus. So I hadn't heard of these guys before, but uh, some enterprise-focused headset thing, but they said that they're 8K. They said that this the headset's an 8K headset, but it's really 4K per eye, which is not how that works. You don't get to just add per eye, and so sounds to me like a 4K headset, but they're marketing it as 8K, so it seems a little wonky, but really though, like, if it turns out to be a cool headset, I, I'm welcoming more players in the market, so whatever, bring the pain, just make a good thing if you're gonna market it strangely and be misleading. So, now to get in kind of the theme of the podcast, which I'm running solo, so... I'm going to do solo-themed theme items, and we're not going to keep this too long because it is just me, and hearing me ramble for too long is going to make everyone's ears bleed, and no one wants that. So, kicking it off, solo-developed games. So, Blade and Sorcery, I didn't realize, so I heard about this game really, really early on, and it's apparently made by a solo dev, which I'm pretty impressed by. And similarly, before I talk too much about that one, Pavlov, which is basically Counter-Strike for VR, which is a necessary game. Like, everyone's on the... not everyone, but people really like Counter-Strike, and it definitely has a place in VR. So, pretty cool. These guys are really smart for making these things, because for me, I was more of the Blade and Sorcery camp where it just hit all the right buttons for the bloodthirsty blaster caster in me when I was noticing like the VR is becoming I don't know if we can say mainstream but some level of popular it's accessible and good I want to play with swords I want to cast spells and I want to ride dragons so at least blade and sorcery has two of the three pretty good and if there is a way to ride dragons in there then great job on him. I actually don't know that. But <laughs> Pavlov, you know, we already talked about it, but he, like, Counter-Strike belongs here. We should have that kind of shooter game in VR, so just good job by these guys, and these are well-liked games, and when I see reviews and stuff, it's always people complimenting the like the game in general and saying that they're being well-supported, things like that. And so, just some shout-outs to solo developers. It's not even indie. It's, like, more... It's indie plus plus. Full-on solo. And I gotta give a nod to the guy that made Minecraft. If I'm talking about solo stuff, he made Minecraft by himself. And then it, of course, got bought and all that. But it's now in VR. And so, initial solo game brought to VR. Super popular. Gotta tilt the hat to him. So, props to that guy. Alright, so, I have a plan. Alright, oh boy, this is going to be difficult with the headset on. Okay, but I have a plan. So the gist is, we do first part, second part, for all these shows, all these podcasts. And the idea is, it's a way to come up with a fully random idea that we can't predict, and then explain it. And so it's kind of... You know, just a fun little thing we do. So, 
for this one, it can be, I, I really am just going to limit it to solo. So it could be a solo thing that could be made, a solo, like, you know, just a non-multiplayer game, I guess, uh, depending on what comes out. Or, you know, it, you get the idea. Anything that's individualized. So I'm going to pick a part. I'm going to have it in my head. And I'm going to use a random noun generator to create the other part. So wish me luck. So I guess that does kind of limit me a bit. I shouldn't have picked nouns only, but I, well, here, I'll do a random word. You can hear me struggle as I set this up. Okay, now it's a random word generator. Okay. So, first part, and I may as well tell you the first part because it's not going to influence this uh, random generator. So the first part is Waldo's, as in apostrophe S. Waldo's reliable. Maybe I shouldn't have done apostrophe S. Maybe it's plural Waldo's. Or Waldo is reliable, I guess I could have gone with. Waldo is reliable. So, I may have made that too easy on myself, so it could just be a where's Waldo kind of game. But maybe it's more like a detective kind of situation where you have to go around and hunt down this Waldo guy. And he's still dressed like himself, but in this world, you're going to have to almost like escape room it, but like opposite, you're going to have to like, I, I don't know why I'm describing it as a, an escape room so much as just a puzzle mystery, which, yeah, weird choice of descriptor by me. Anyway, moving on, the, yeah, so you're just hunting down Waldo, and that's it. So I'm going to stop talking about it, because it's pretty straightforward. Okay, so, uh, hmm. All right, I'm going to do second part beyond. Pierce beyond is the full one. Okay, Pierce beyond. That kind of goes to a weird place in my head with, like, I think of, like, body piercings and then just, like, going way too far with it. So maybe, okay, <laughs> uh, so maybe it's, like, a, just a fighting game, and it's a joke like you're stabbing each other. Pierce Beyond. So maybe it's a space fight, space sword game. So it's zero G. Actually, that could be cool. So, okay, here's what we got. So you've got a jetpack. Zero G. The jetpack can push you up, it can push you down, left, right, whatever. It's the Wonka Vader of jetpacks. And you have a sword, and you've got all these enemies. You're by yourself, apparently, because that's the theme. And so I guess maybe it's more like one of those games where you have to defeat crazy lots of enemies, or maybe it's the uh, Dark Souls of Space VR. That's actually pretty tight. Someone get on that. That's I'd play this. So, stabby game in space. 
And I, I like the Dark Souls idea a little bit more where you're like, challenged by tough opponents instead of just like slashing down waves of things so that you can't just like wave your sword around and kill everybody because that's annoying. Alright, so actually you know what? I'm going to do neither part. I'm going to generate two words and tell you what they are. Agriculture confront. Hmm. Agriculture confront. Interesting. Um, well, it sounds like, so Farmville kind of kicked off this set of games where you can create cities or raise dragons or whatever, dungeons, blah, blah, blah. And for some of these games, you can make them fight each other. So it just sounds like a VR version of that where you've got, I guess it's back to Farmville, agriculture. So agriculture confront. So maybe it's expansive-minded agricultural enthusiasts. And maybe you got a little bit of like a Pikmin thing going on so you can have like your carrots fight people. I don't know. That'd be kind of cool. Like you can grow angry vegetables that can battle. And you've got like sheepdogs or whatever that you can get hyped up on something or other and give them the special super sauce and let them defend your garden a bit better in case you're not around for the big attack. Maybe that's the answer. Maybe that's what it's about. So, alright. I didn't throw out any questions because I do kind of need to get this all sorted out. And uh, we didn't get any questions from the most recent vlog. So, as usual, though, feel free to post bah, post questions on whatever platform you're seeing this, or if you can't post questions on whatever platform you're on, just shout it out on our Instagram or Twitter or whatever, uh, whatever your question is, So, and we'll get to it in the next one. But, as promised, there is a giveaway. We are bribing you. And so... Here we have, I'm going to superimpose something right here. Observe. Ooh, ah, yes, it's a, a, a little virtual reality viewer. So obviously you have virtual reality, but not everyone you know does. So, or maybe the one you're on is, you know, tethered to a computer and you want to be able to watch videos on the go or whatever. So this is a custom 3D printed, well, I guess I should say Remix. I'm not going to take full credit for making this because I found a model on Thingiverse, but I don't know that too many of you are also 3D printing enthusiasts, so I won't bore you with any more of that. But Meteor Station, virtual reality viewer, it is not made for just any phone. So I measured it because I don't trust myself with getting measurements out of Blender because I'm bad at Blender. But the real life measurements were three and an eighth inch by six and a half inches. So if your phone can fit in there, this will work for you. And so to participate in this giveaway, just throw us a comment on Twitter or Instagram saying anything, really. I, I'm not going to. You already sat around and 
watch this whole thing, so or skip to the end. That's probably what you did. I'm on to you and your Bologna. But, so, I, I won't make you shout out anything specific. Bonus points, though, if you ask a question for the next one. I will give bonus points. So help me. But, uh, yeah, there you go. So that's it. And I did test this thing. It does work, which is pretty cool, because I got the lenses for very, very cheap. It is from China, but I deep cleaned that bad boy as soon as I got it, because no one wants... Um, what is the, oh my gosh, the virus, the coronavirus, no one wants that. So 3D printed the parts and then got these lenses for super cheap. Really happy with it. It just shows how easy it is to get into VR because everyone has phones. And the phone I tested with is actually not my current phone. It's one I bought like five years ago for 20 bucks. New, because I've had my phone stolen before and I do not want to support that crap. But new super cheap phone and i just plopped it in downloaded a vr skiing game and it's working immediately right out of the box and it looks great so was thrilled um and there you go that's what we're up to so look forward to all those posts we mentioned and i'll catch you in a month for another vlog podcast thing thanks for watching peace and just to clarify, there will be one winner for this giveaway, because the viewer takes forever to print. So, there you go. Catch you on the next one.